a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. The KMOX News team has been busy covering the happenings across the region today. Let's get caught up in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Wednesday, September 27th. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story, Wentzville was one of the first, but the UAW says it's now prepared to expand its strike against the Detroit Three on Friday. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert covers the auto industry. The decision will be made based on progress at the bargaining table, a source close to the talks saying just because Ford was spared last week doesn't mean the same thing will happen this time. The union says it will continue escalating the strike until it has deep with all three Detroit-based car makers. As autumn begins, the 10th community outside of St. Louis City Hall grows. How long can the homeless camp outside City Hall last as the weather gets cooler? Milton Turner, who claims to have been out there the longest, says he might be all right, but not everyone will be. I, I've camped before. I've been in the woods and, you know, I, I got a lot of different other kind of special set of skills and training. But I also look at the fact I don't want that to happen. You know, because, you know, we're struggling right now, and it ain't good. Turner says they need food and water, but most of all, assistance finding affordable housing. Sean Malone, KMOX News. Illinois House Speaker Chris Welsh has introduced a bill that would allow members of his staff and other legislative employees to unionize. Capital News Illinois reports Welsh plans to push for the bill in the upcoming fall veto session. Chatbots and AI that appears to be part of the new prescription for improving both the patient and worker experience at Mercy. Mercy is teaming up with Microsoft to use AI to help its workers and patients better deal with a complicated healthcare system. This is a multi-year partnership, the first of its kind. Mercy officials say they plan to use Microsoft's Azure Open AI service to improve care in several new ways, including having AI help patients better understand their lab results and setting up a chatbot for Mercy coworkers to get info on Mercy policies, procedures, and benefits. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. Leaders in the geospatial sector meet tomorrow at a major conference in St. Louis to look at where the technology could take us. The future of artificial intelligence in the geospatial realm will be a top focus at the Geo Resolution Conference. Vasit Sagan, professor of geospatial science at St. Louis University and deputy director of the Taylor Geospatial Institute, says GeoAI promises to boost response to disasters. Climate change, you talk about wildfires, flooding and, and you know, earthquakes, the, the disasters happening all around the world today and, and causing huge human lives and, and you know, and also uh, economic loss. Sagan says artificial intelligence can help pull together the where and why, pinpoint resources and help minimize risks. GeoResolution is a collaboration between the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and SLU. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The top of the canister containing samples of an asteroid has now been opened by NASA scientists who gasped as the lid was lifted to reveal a dark powder and sand-sized particles. Why, for the first time, did humans send a probe to collect samples from an asteroid and bring them home? This asteroid is an earth crosser. And within the next maybe two or 300 years, there's some small chance it will actually whack into the Earth. So this is both for science, looking at the earliest part of the solar system, because this thing is probably four and a half billion years old. It's just a big pile of rubble. And it's also uh, kind of planetary defense, trying to understand, you know, these, these asteroids that cross the Earth, and there are a number of them. You know, how dangerous are they? What are their paths in the future? 
Um, what are they made out of? Washington University Professor Emeritus Dr. Ray Arvidsson on the OSIRIS-REx mission. Tourism soared in Illinois in 2022. In southwest Illinois, there was a 20% jump in tourism, which had a local economic impact of $825 million and a boost in local tax revenue of $36.4 million. That's according to Great Rivers and Routes Tourism Bureau. The biggest increase in Macoupin County, which saw an almost 32% increase in visitor spending and a 30% jump in local tax revenue. Visitor spending in Madison and Montgomery counties was up more than 20 percent. Only Calhoun County saw a decrease. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. Dred Scott is being honored with a new marker at his gravesite. Lynn Jackson is a descendant of the man who sued for freedom at the old courthouse before the Civil War. The original marker is very precious to us because it was donated by a descendant of his original owners, both family. But it has always been a very small marker, like 28 inches high, 24 inches wide. The new marker is nine feet high and bears the image of Scott. It'll be officially dedicated at Calvary Cemetery this Saturday. The KMOX business desk, St. Louis-based Ameren, announces plans to build a second gas power plant. Chief Renewable Development Officer A.J. Aurora says the second plant would be used during times of extreme weather when renewable energy sources would have a harder time. Because it does take time to get to that future. We want to ensure that in the meantime, we have this backup that when, when the renewables we are deploying, if they're not producing energy, there's something we can turn on pretty quickly. Aurora adds that an advantage of the plan is it allows them to accelerate the addition of renewable resources, which will provide tax cuts to Ameren and lower the overall cost to customers. As we continue on KMOX, it's been almost a month, just a few days shy since the hands-free law took effect in Missouri. Of course, uh, there is a phase-in period for this. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, but there is some new data about how Missouri drivers are reacting to this new law. And joining us right now on KMOX is Nick Chabaria from AAA. Thank you for taking our call, Nick. Yeah, it's great to be here, Michael. Uh, so you've got uh, the largest uh, telematics service provider in uh, the world, Cambridge Mobile Telematics. What is the data that they've been able to uh, crunch when it comes to the amount of time Missourians are on their phone in the car? Yeah, you know, it's amazing now with technology, we can actually get real-time feedback on how drivers uh, are responding to this new law that, as you mentioned, took effect about a month ago. So Cambridge Mobile Telematics, uh, they collect data from uh, things like uh, cell phones, from uh, dash cams, from uh, you know, other components inside the vehicle, and, th and they compile it, and they're basically able to see uh, what the real-time cell phone usage is for drivers. Uh, now in Missouri that we have the hands-free law, uh, we saw about a 3% in reduction for the average time that a driver spends on their phone. Uh, that may seem like a small number, but what it shows is that that Missouri drivers are aware of the new law, uh, and they're, you know, slowly but surely, we hope, changing their driving habits uh, to be in compliance with that new law, as well as to stay safer on the road, uh, which was really the, the purpose behind that hands-free law that went into effect at the end of August. Yeah, we've been actually been talking this week on the station, the radio station, about uh, geospatial technology, mapping technology, uh, and all of the data that's out there now that's uh, collected because of the devices that we all have with us. For instance, I can pull up a traffic map here and see uh, how fast uh, the speeds are on the uh, area interstates, and that's anonymized data that's coming from uh, people's cell phones, how fast they're moving in the cars. Uh, and CMT is uh, gathering that same kind of data, it, just except for how often is the phone in your hand while you're behind the wheel. 
Yeah, that's absolutely right. And it's not uh, unsimilar from folks who may be enrolled in uh, similar programs for their auto insurance, you know, safe driving apps for their auto insurance. Uh, all that sort of data is collected, and, and that's what sort of came, uh, Cambridge Mobile Telematics, uh, that's what they use to compile these these results. You know, previous uh, to them, they're, they're one of the largest companies to do it, but, you know, there's a lot of different data points sort of scattered. They're, they have a way to bring it in and really uh, materialize it so that we can get some of these stats. Uh, so we talked about that 3% reduction in, uh, you know, real-time phone usage for drivers in the last month in Missouri. Uh, Cambridge can also sort of extrapolate that data uh, based on the number of crashes that Missouri's had and the frequency, uh, and they've been able to estimate that just that minus 3% drop has prevented 80 crashes that otherwise would have occurred because of cell phone distracted drivers. So, uh, again, we, we know this is just the start. Uh, this is just the first month that the law is in effect. Uh, and, and we also know that, you know, penalty provisions aren't even uh, kicked in yet. That won't happen until January 2025. So uh, the, the goal is to keep educating drivers, keep getting the word out, uh, and, and we hope that everybody will make that personal commitment uh, to put their phones down while they're driving uh, so that we can we can prevent more of these crashes from happening happening. Do you have any data from uh, surrounding states? Uh, Because Missouri is one of the final states. I believe all of our neighbors uh, have this kind of a a law in effect. Uh, The 28th state uh, Missouri is uh, to have hands-free driving. Do you know how we compare at this point compared to uh, how often people have their phones in their hands in some of those other places? Yeah, well, you know, we were, uh, as you mentioned, one of the last states. We had one of the weakest uh, cell phone driving laws in the books prior to this law passing. Uh, we know in, in most states, uh, I believe it was 12 out of 15 of some of the recent states that passed hands-free law, uh, saw a reduction in roadway fatalities uh, within a three-year period that that law went into effect. So, uh, you know, we know that these laws do have an impact. It may not be immediate or overnight. Uh, again, it's going to take time to change that public perception, uh, change those bad habits that we've all developed from behind the wheel. Uh, but we knew we know that the laws are effective. And interestingly enough, uh, Cambridge's uh, you know own data also showed that in many states uh, that. Uh, recently passed hands-free laws uh, around the time when that law went into effect and when there was a lot of media coverage around the law, when there was a lot of discussion, uh, they did see that real-time phone usage drop. So there is a direct correlation in how often people are talking about the law, how often it's in front of them, and how they behave behind the wheels. So uh, that's why it's so important now that we're trying to get the word out and make sure that message uh, stays in front of drivers in Missouri. Well, Nick Jabaria from AAA, thank you so much for helping us uh, wade through this data and uh, quantify the impact of this new hands-free law just uh, about a month into it. Just about a month into it, and we hope that uh, folks are are hearing the message and uh, finding ways to adjust their driving habits to stay safe. Thanks, Nick. All right, thank you. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for joining us for the St. Louis All Local. You can subscribe, search for it on your favorite podcast app. 